Hey. Hi. It's Tash and Carly. And you're listening to Motherhood. Not as we planned. So get comfy, grab a cup of tea or a glass of wine and let's start talking about all the things too many of us avoid discussing. Hi guys and welcome back to another episode of Motherhood Not As We Planned. This is an exciting one. I feel like I've been looking forward to this one for a while. Yeah. I'm waiting for you to yeah. like catch up. Yeah. So we are going to be talking all about dating apps, kind of like first date experiences. You guys have been sending us in your experiences of first dates and just generally. Yeah. I feel like it's going to be a fun. And that's it. Like, especially when you've been in a very long term relationship. This is completely new territory. Such new territory. And also I feel like times have changed massively since when we got in relationship. I mean, this was not a thing. I'd never been on a date. Like I met my ex. We were really, really young. Started dating when we were 15. And that wasn't even really like a date. Like I think my mum like dropped me at his house or something. Do you know what I mean? Like proper like kid. Yeah. I think we like watched a film or something. So I'd never been on a date before. I'm assuming I can speak for both of us where we say we'd never experienced dating apps before. No. no. Um, so is that I remember that moment where I was like, Do you know what? I'm gonna download a dating app and I think I was so excited by it and I I, was, I had some single friends being like it's really not that enticing. <laughs> but like, I was like buzzing. I was like, yeah, like, do you like swipe left or like all these like, really cool things? And as I was like building my profile, I was like, this is so fucking awkward. Like, what are these prompts that I need to fill out? I, I, I suddenly found it quite overwhelming. And then you yeah. had to pick six photos. And I was like, I don't even like, I don't even like two photos. And they all have my kids in it. And, my, and I wasn't sure, like, do you put your kids on it or not? I didn't. Did you? No. I said I had kids. Um, because I thought there's no point me speaking to someone if they don't want me having children because I do. Yeah. So what point did you, were you like, I'm going on dating that? Okay. So I actually went on a date before I was on the dating app because it was through like mutual friends and like introduction. So it was very casual. It was, we were both very much on the same page that we weren't looking for anything serious. I didn't initially go on dates or go on the apps thinking like, I'm ready to find yeah. like, like a number I think it was more like, I feel like I'm in a good place now. This would maybe give me a bit of a confidence boost or just have a bit of fun. Yeah. Um. So yeah, saw this guy only a few times. It was really casual. Like we both were very much like he had, had a messy breakup I think it was just nice to have some common ground with someone where we both had not had good experiences yet yeah. or breakups and I felt like it was more like we both used each other for a bit of therapy <laughs> we're like free and yeah therapy is expensive these days yeah I feel like it was more just going out with someone and kind of like I get what you're going through yeah and pay for my food <laughs> <laughs> And I think it just eased me into it a bit. And actually, this is how like much we weren't serious about anything. He was the one that told me he was on a dating app. And that's what made me think, oh, do you know what? I'm going to give it a go. So from meeting him and going on a few dates, I then downloaded my first dating app. When did you get? I downloaded Hinge. Um, and so 
all these prompts i think there's you want to have like three and you can like choose a question or there's some they aren't there? there were and it's like i don't know all of a sudden you think to yourself like oh my god am i really boring so i don't know which one to do and then i thought do you know what i want to really try and bring my personality into it that's the thing you don't want to come across like really weird but then you also don't want to fade into the background be really boring yeah so i remember i think one was like about nutella obviously obviously so i think it was something like what's your opinion on this like i only ever have nutella and butter together yeah i know you didn't have butter last week you're fuming and i was here and i had nutella you didn't have any butter i know um i was clearly very hungry <laughs> so i think i spoke you know i think it's like what are your thoughts on this topic yeah, and i yeah. spoke about how like if you don't have nutella and butter together then like i'm judging you and it was such a good conversation starter i had so many people message me about the nutella and butter i mean that sounds ridiculous still gonna future future husband material right there <laughs> um, and then i did another one about i feel like there was a um prompt saying like i'm weirdly obsessed with or i have a obsession about harry potter again i feel like it's a really good conversation starter i suppose it will draw in the people who actually like the same stuff as you you know what i didn't even need someone to like it i i remember having some people just being like i don't know just making a joke yeah and being like i hope i hope you don't think yeah like you're actually a wizard it's just it just broke the ice and then I think I just had like a normal one, like what I like to do on a Sunday or something. Yeah, I think my one of mine was about me being able to rap every word to Gangster's Paradise. Brilliant. So that was like a massive opener. Um, I can't even remember what my other ones were. I can't remember what they are. Um, yeah. I know for me when, obviously, I think this is the first time I've even spoken about the fact I've been on a date. Yeah. So whatever. Um, so surprise. <laughs> um, <laughs> But yeah, I mean, the DMs are open. <laughs> They're not. It's not. <laughs> right. So firstly, um, my friends downloaded an app. We were on a night out and you know what it's like. You're, you're newly single. Mm-hmm. They're like, get on the dating apps. I was like, no, like dating apps, the floor of it. It literally makes me cringe. Like the thought of it makes me cringe. But I do also feel like I don't feel the same, but I feel like this generation of single people don't know how to converse or meet people in real life. Like, I just feel like back in the day, that like people were way more social when you would go out and stuff. And I feel like people have almost forgotten how to talk in person. And I think I don't know if that's because that's all reliant on apps. So I just so they were like, right, we're building you a profile, and I was like, I wouldn't even know what to put, like what pictures. Anyway, they did it and um, yeah, I guess it was like a bit of an, like an ego confidence boost because I when you're like really so crap in yourself about something, you feel like unloved, unwanted, unattractive, all those things that going through what we've been through have made you feel. It was nice to be like, and like, I'm not going to lie, like some people in these apps are so like unsubtle, like marry me, like... <laughs> I had one, okay, I matched with this boy. He was beautiful, okay? Like, you're proper, like, typical, like, American surfery dude type, okay? And whatever. Started talking. Like, no filter whatsoever. And he was literally like, when are we meeting? And I was like, when do you want to? He's like, how about Saturday? Come to mine. And I was thinking, no, 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 no. 
I, I don't know you. You could be a murderer. I ain't coming to your house. So I replied being like, well, why don't we meet for a drink first? He was like, yeah, and then come to mine. And I think it became very obvious um, what he was looking for and what I wasn't. That I think once I like tried again to like pull back a bit, he just unmatched me. And I thought, wow, like this is brutal. And I think it was suddenly like that wake up call of like, so some of the conversations I had were really nice and fun and they flowed. But then you had those people that were very much like, and this guy, he was like late 30s. And it's amazing how they're quite happy living their life. Well, it just kind of, it actually made me broaden my age on the app because I look, some people might be listening to this and very much have never been on a dating app. They might be happily married and just like mm. listening to this podcast. So on these apps, you can filter like, you know, how far you want to travel, meeting someone, your, the age, the religion, loads of different things. And I think at first, being 34, I think I put maybe like 31 to like 41. And the more older guys I was speaking to that were seemed just like they still weren't ready to settle down. I know this might sound really weird, but I lowered my age. Yeah. And it was actually really refreshing to see that do you know what? You're going to get some older guys that are just never going to want to settle down. Yeah. And then you're going to meet some younger guys that actually shouldn't judge them based on their age because they're mature. Yeah. So, and it wasn't really until I changed that age range a bit that I actually had, weirdly, better conversations. But yeah, some of them were just like, how did you know you were ready to, like even the first day, mm-hmm. how did you know you were ready to do that because I think that's what I get asked a lot I think that if I'm honest I wasn't 100% sure if I was ready like when I went on that first day I definitely wasn't looking for anything serious so had I been on the dating app I probably would have put looking for I maybe wouldn't have even put it on there because I don't love the look of looking for like casual yeah that's it's a tricky one because I didn't... It's like I wasn't looking for Mr. Right. I was looking for Mr. Right now. But I, what I also it, don't think that, like, in dating, I think people just associate date, dating with you want to meet someone. And, and, and I mean, I am a hopeless romantic, but for a lot of people, that's not the case. And it is... No, they just want that rehearsal. Like, as well, for you, you've you've never dated anyone. No. You've been with the same person your whole life. Yeah, and you need that. I wanted to have that experience of like one date on a Friday, maybe the next week. I, and mm. that doesn't, like, I don't want people listening. <laughs> I don't want people listening to this thinking like, Jesus, what a whore. Like me going on a date does not mean I went back to their house and slept with them. Like that's not me. That's not my vibe. I think it was just maybe like putting myself out of my comfort zone, trying to kind of find what, dating life is like because it was completely new to me yeah um and the first so I think also it became very apparent what some of my single friends were saying to me was you know you could be having this amazing conversation with someone for like three days and then they just disappear Mm. and that does like give you a bit of like uh hit of like oh shit like maybe this is actually going to be hard like yeah it's not very nice but I remember there was this one guy that I matched with and I think we matched like midday and by like 8 p.m I bet him so (laughs) wow that was he (laughs) hell 
<laughs> you can have fun. So what happened? <laughs> what happened was, I think it was a Saturday day. We were like talking throughout the day, and like we really, really clicked. And I was actually getting ready to go on a night out. I had a spray tan. I had my hair done. I had my makeup like already, really nice outfit on. And he really just like abruptly was like, "Do you know what? I never do this." but I really want to come and meet you. And in my head, at first, I was like, wow, keen, no. Yeah. But then I thought, oh, do you know what? YOLO, it was actually the first weekend that my ex had moved into his place and I had I had dropped the kids there and seen his place. I remember coming home crying. And I, then I yeah. thought, do you know what? I'm just going to do it. Yeah. I, what have I, looked I looked as good as I probably could ever <laughs> so I thought okay I'll do it so he actually knew roughly where I lived because he worked in my area and I didn't want a stranger that I had mapped with a few hours before knowing where I live so we agreed so a danger yeah we agreed to kind of like meet like like down the road like by like some of the shops this sounds so weird. It's really bad. Dodger and free zone, guys. And so... My standards for that first date, not. Do you know what I mean? First date, we met at a shop. <laughs> By a grey lamppost. <laughs> so I drove and met him. And do you know what? It just gave me, like, the biggest, like, buzz. Like, all of a sudden, like, I'd never done anything like this. I'd literally just matched with this guy, like, a few hours before I... I, I, I just, like had this like spontaneous like buzz in me where I was just like fuck it like there's people around he's not going to murder me um well luckily he didn't <laughs> and um it was a relief uh, yeah and we just clicked we chatted for ages and then I went off to this party and then from that that moment onwards we like spoke and we saw each other for quite a long time but I think in my head I wasn't at that stage yet where I wanted to like settle down with someone. He was really like the first person that I had like a connection with that I saw regularly. But in the back of my mind, I was very much like, don't fall deep because you you know that you're not actually ready yet. And I, I know that we wanted to make like he wasn't the right. Maybe you knew, did you know like subconsciously he wasn't the. Maybe I knew that he didn't tick certain boxes um so I maybe felt like I was able to detach yourself in that way slightly like I wouldn't go too deep um I know that we wanted to touch on kind of like timings and are you ready I know we've spoken about it in other episodes and I don't think there's ever like the right time or you've been single for four months and now you can download the app I think it's very much like where you are mentally and we've also discussed about you know continuing to heal through rela yeah. new relations we were also speaking before we came on live we were speaking about how as well a lot of people don't know what goes on in people's relationships and i think i speak for both of us yeah and we've almost i know i can i can now honestly sit here and say that um like I checked out of my relationship a long time ago, whether that was formally or not, I think a lot of those feelings haven't been there for a while and therefore 
you almost feel ready early. I know, like for me, to go on these dating apps, yes, originally it was like a joke. Not a joke, but like my... No, but I know what you mean. It's a bit of fun. And I was... And for me, I had no intention of ever using them other than that night out. And then it must have been a few weeks after that, they were still on my phone. I hadn't set up any notifications, so I hadn't looked. So I just like went on and had a little look. And... I was like, look, like it would be nice to start talking to people. I'm definitely not looking to get in relationship or anything. And like, I'm not gonna lie, like, found it really hard work. And there were a few times I just deleted them, but like, I had two. So I downloaded Hinge and Bumble, mm-hmm. and I was just like, I just don't think this is for me. Like, some, some of that. Hi, how are you? Did you have a good weekend? Yeah, thanks. What did you do? I guess it's that same conversation and then you've got to do it again with the next person. And then that, how does that develop? And like, um, I mean, as well, within like my first week of using the apps, I had some very interesting experiences. Yeah. So like, for example, I was talking to this guy and honestly, it must have come somewhere very close to after him asking how I was, him saying are you into MMF? And at the time, I'd thought, I, well, I didn't know what it was. I had to Google it. Male, male, female. <laughs> so <laughs> straight away, straight away, I'm sat here thinking, so I am. Say to him, what is that? You Googled it. I Googled and it. And if you just Google MMF, that comes up. Do it now. Really? Get your phone out. Type in what is MMF. Read it. What is MMF? A session of sex involving a woman and two bisexual men. In an MMF, the woman is always in the middle and everyone likes sexual contact. Okay, well, I didn't know that then. <laughs> then you go and say that. Well, oh, there's photos. Okay. I don't want to know that. I'm really hot. <laughs> so that was one of my first experiences on this app. And it was after that, I was like, I'm deleting this app. And I'm going like, I can't believe how open... And just like up front. And do you know what? Great for you if you're into that shit and that's what you're there for. But in my head, that's not what a dating app was. And I think it really terrified me. And I was, it was, I was like, nah, I'm way out my depth here. This. But you know what? I wouldn't be surprised if that guy is the sort of guy that then is like really shy in person. It's so easy to be really yeah, like, was and get I... I meet him and I just said, actually, I don't think I even engaged in the conversation. I think I unmatched. I, think I deleted the app. The apps work differently as well. So Hinge. You just both match and then you can chat, can't yeah. you? But on Bumble, it has to be the girl who initiated down on conversation. So I did that one um, and I found like the whole initiating conversation like so out of my comfort zone. Mm. And But on both the apps, like if I was having a conversation and I was just like, I just can't, I just, I did just ignore them. Mm. And But again, I didn't feel like I, and, and as well, I felt like that came quite commonplace thing on those apps. Like, I, so I was talking to someone. What app was it on? It was on Hinge. Um, nice looking guy. We got on quite well. Um, li- like literally, like had quite a lot in common. Um, just in general, in terms of like what we were into and stuff. Didn't have kids or anything. Like he was single, and I think he was a little bit younger than me. But like we, we were speaking quite a lot, and he like he even suggested about meeting up at some point, and. I'd put him down a few times and was like, I'm not, I don't think I'm ready to, which 
again, I get from other people's point of views, like, why waste your time talking yeah, to someone? Yeah, yeah, Again, I didn't, didn't really know what I was looking for at this point or where I was. It was just kind of being on a nap. True. And then he, um, we were talking loads and then he he went to like climb a mountain in Scotland and I never heard. <laughs> so he could be up on the mountain. So can we send a mountain rescue team up there? But yeah, I basically got ghosted or or he had a fatal accident. We're not quite sure. <laughs> Hopefully the face like yeah, and <laughs> hopefully for your sanity. But yeah, and brilliant. But like we were talking lies, and again, it might have been because I was very much like, mm. here's a question for you, because I feel like this is something that I get asked a lot. Do you have a preference now, both of us being like single mums with children? Do you have a preference on someone having kids or not having kids? Yeah, because I think we're different, aren't we? Yeah. So. And this is weird because obviously before I had kids, if I would have met someone who had kids, for me, that wouldn't, I I mean, it wouldn't have been desirable. Yeah. Um, now I feel like there's a lot of qualities that I would look for someone and they stem from them being a good dad and having like that yeah. nurturing, that understanding, even understanding like, I don't know, like what a woman goes through and the changes that happen to them like when they're a mother, just mm -hmm. things like that. But also, and again, this is weird, but I've, sp I've spoken to like friends and family about this, is I'd almost want someone, it makes it sound like I've got issues, I, I would want to be with someone who not necessarily have gone through a divorce, but could realize like, and understand what I've been through because I do think going through things like that, having kids, and again, like, someone who understands like the importance of communication and all the things i think by experiencing that sounds really awful but by experiencing an unsuccessful marriage or an unsuccessful mother and father relationship with kids makes you more aware of how to be successful or things that you believe are important to you i just yeah i think sometimes for a lot of people it makes you know what you're looking for mm -hmm. um so it's not like I'd settle my things to must have kids, like must be divorced. But I, from experience, I feel like I've got on better with people who are dad. Yeah, that are dad. Yeah. Or, you know, someone who's divorced or, or going through it. So, no, I actually get everything that you're saying. And on the dating app, I, I it didn't put me off either way. Yeah. Um, I think I was more concerned with the guys that, said that they didn't have kids how they would feel once I told them how yeah. many I had because obviously on these apps it says you can put if you have kids which I did and then it was like that question of like oh, I can see you have kids how many and I'd be like and I'd be like three and like, it's a lot it is a lot to take on I'm very aware of it yeah um would I want to take on someone else's three children probably not that's just me um I so the guy that I dated for a while was a dad and he had been through like a separation yeah, yeah. um and he was really hands-on like he had his daughter a lot and I really liked that side of things um but I think knowing the type of person I am and I feel like I've actually probably learned this through dating and just generally like the therapy I've had and the healing and the journaling that I've done, 
I don't know if I would do very well with a permanent ex on the scene. Yeah. Obviously, it depends on what their relationship is like, you know. I think us being the women and dating a man that has kids, again, I'm, I'm maybe being slightly like stereotypical here, but usually the mum tends to have the kids more. So if you come across a dad that, you know, may just have their kids every other weekend and once in the week, it's not as much of a, like... Impact. Yeah, as maybe I then was speaking to this guy that had, that it was 50-50. So those things may differ. Yeah, so with that ex being around, I, I'm, I would never, like, be um, funny about the, his kids being a priority because I get that my yeah. kids are priority. Yeah. I think it's more, I guess I think of it as like, they then have their ways of parenting. What if I don't, it's like there's more option, not options, I don't know how to explain it. I feel like there's now, there's more depth to things that you may not be on the same page about. If you don't parent in the same way or Knowing the type of person I am, I feel like, please God, if I meet someone who I fall in love with, I want to spend the rest of my life with, I feel like I would probably want to have a baby with them because I feel like that is something that I would feel like is the right, like what I'd, what I'd want to meet. You're talking about with AID. And I'm open to it. Yeah. So with that in mind, I think I would personally rather meet someone without the kids, without the ex, Mm. that wants to take on my kids and have a baby with me yeah so yeah and again like if I so yeah I think what it comes down to is the person so if I met someone who didn't have kids never been married but could empathize and give me the understanding and like care that I needed to be secure in a relationship and again like if I was to meet someone who didn't have kids but for them that was quite like a big thing that they wanted to kids I would be open to the idea of maybe maybe just one more Mm -hmm. but at the same time I feel really content and when I had Milo I had I can't explain this so I always thought I was gonna have three kids I don't know if that's because I'm one of three but when I had Milo I had this really weird feeling that he was my last and Mm -hmm. that I was done and Again, I don't know if it's the kind of person that I am where, I don't know, some of you might not know this, but before I became a mum, I was a teacher for eight years. I've always been like a very maternal person. Like I love children. I love like being around children. Like the idea of someone else having kids, I feel like I've got a lot of like love to give people and I feel like I'm a very caring and compassionate person yeah that's where where i'm at with it i'm not so i'm not like i'm only for dads but yeah i mean yeah same. it depends on the person doesn't so it? i went on this date with it's only it's the first date that i went on i mean obviously i met that guy at the shop not <laughs> a day that was <laughs> but like the first date that i went on ever it was this guy he was divorced he had two older children and I thought, oh, do you know what? Like, on paper, like, sounds like he, like, really ticks those boxes. He's older, like, and I went on this day. And do you know what? A lot of people are like, oh, my God, are you nervous? Like, what, what are you going to talk about? I'm quite good at just making conversation in general. So I went on this day, and not going to lie, 
sweet guy, but oh god, I was so bored. <laughs> I was so bored, and this is the mistake I made. So for anyone listening that hadn't gone on a first day or you know just out of practice. The mistake that I made was I made it very clear to him that I was kid free. Okay. Mm. So I didn't really have like an excuse to leave. So another mistake I made, I made a few mistakes. Okay. Some learning. The first mistake, the first mistake was, which I thought would help me. And it did at first was instead of meeting at the restaurant, he said, do you want to come to me and we'll go in the same car? And I thought, I'd much prefer that because the thought of walking into a restaurant, not knowing if he's there, if he's there, yeah, like just that process made me feel a bit ill. Yeah, so I thought, perfect, I can, we can have like a bit of small talk in the car and whatever. But then, obviously, in the mistake that I made was I then had to go back in his car, get to his house, and it caught me so off guard. He was like, "Do you want to come in?" And I. Couldn't be like, oh, I've got to get home for the kids. I was just like, okay. Oh, honey, it was- <laughs> I know. I said yes. And then I'm so. <laughs> and then I found it really hard to leave because it's like that awkward, like, so um, I'm just going to go now. So, like, it just sort of added on a few more hours this really boring day. Yeah. And. I think it was very clear when I left and nothing happened that like, I was like, okay, thanks for dinner, bye. Um, But yeah, I will never make the mistake again of going in one car and I'll always have that backup plan of the kids, like making out that I've got a babysit or or something, like I've got to get back to the kids because it's obviously the easiest get out. Um, so yeah, that screwed me. It was it was an evening I never got back, but I got a free meal and it was good food. Not a free meal. <laughs> yeah, so I have actually been on a date, which I don't think I've actually spoken about before, but yeah. hey-ho, insiders exclusive. <laughs> um, and again, like when I agreed to go on this date, I didn't, Was I don't think I was ready. And again, I'm not looking like, didn't know what I was looking for or whatever. But anyway, I was speaking to someone and we got on really, really, really well, like from the day dot. And we met on, we met on Bumble. So I had to initiate the conversation. I was, I think I was said something like, well, hello, then his name. And then... <laughs> Why are you laughing at me? Well, that's quite a good line. Let me just say, oh, and well, hello, because I didn't know what else to say. Anyway, I'm so happy. Ben commented. I think one of my pictures on my profile was like me after I'd been axe throwing with it in the bullseye, like standing next to my axe, and he said something like about should he have to worry about how accurate I am? I don't know. It was just like a really nice conversation yeah. after, and like. Just the conversation really, really flowed and we... It wasn't your typical how-to. It wasn't. It really wasn't. And actually, from early on, we both kind of disclosed we had kids um, and we, like, we literally spoke for, like, a few days on end and found out we've actually been going through something very, very similar. So everything I was feeling... He got. He got and, like, validated and... From quite an early point, we were able to have quite like open conversations about stuff and just 
almost like laugh at like some stuff that you're a bit like this is wild but it was nice to have someone who got it a bit like how you were saying you went on a date with someone who you felt like you could be it was a bit like therapy so then we were talking he suggested meeting up and I was like um because I didn't know if I was ready and then I was like do you know what do I need to be ready like why am I putting all this pressure like questioning it and I thought at the end of the day if all I get out of this is a friend who I can talk to who gets me yeah and I have a nice day why not then I've got nothing to lose it was a weekend I didn't have the kids um so I was like right I'm gonna meet him and so we were meeting in Covent Garden in London and I nearly bust I nearly didn't get on the train I was like oh I don't know if I can do this I was just like ah, oh, like because it's new it's terrifying 10 years 10 years I'd been with the same person the idea of going on a date with someone else was terrifying and all of us really excited yes oh one thing I will say and I advise people to do this so in my head and I don't know if this is rational or what I was convinced he was a serial killer so I thought I thought I've got really good advice so basically I thought he was going to be a serial killer and I thought he was going to kill me then chop up my bones and and like hide my body parts somewhere Oh, because, like, how do you know? There I was, me, so, random stranger. I insisted in the week. So I think we started talking on, like, the Tuesday morning and he wanted to meet up on the Saturday. So, yeah, we FaceTimed quite a few times That's before. Cool. And I remember the first time I was so scared. And I turned the camera and I thought, what if, like, I've been catfished? Because obviously, I think he had only had, like, three pictures and that's all I had. And obviously, when you're looking at these dating apps, there's pictures on there. Those people thought hard about what pictures. They are putting their best shots. So if you're looking at those pictures and they're not good enough for you, remember those are the best. Yeah, that's all I was like, do you know what I hated? We will come when, up. When it was because of that cra- crowd photos and it's like, which one are you? And then well, one was another girl. girl. And no, it was just group, they're all group photos. Literally, some was them and a girl. I'm like, this is really weird. This is no. <laughs> but we'll come back to that. Yeah. I do think we should talk about that. Okay. But um, yeah, so we FaceTimed. I wanted to check. That he was who he was. He was who was who he was. Yeah. Also, that he didn't look like a serial killer. But then I was like, but maybe, maybe that's your disguise. This is right, and, and I'm being deadly serious. I know we laugh about it now, but in my head, I had so convinced myself this is what he does. He's nice to women. He pretends he gets them. But this is how like mental I think I was. <laughs> I told him, I'm pretty sure you're a serial killer. Like you're gonna kill me. You're gonna cut me up. He wasn't, or I'm still alive. <laughs> A thing, but now, <laughs> um, so yeah, so we FaceTime before, so that made me feel a lot better, yeah. It. And like, he again, he made me feel quite validated for being so freaking scared about going. But I remember he texted me when he was on the train, and I was like, Oh, I can't bail now because he's on the train, then I'd feel really bad if he got to London. And I was like, Sorry, bye. Anyway, um, I went and met him. We met up outside. We were in Covent Garden. We went for a coffee. And the day date. So it was like a late afternoon to evening date. Okay. So, yeah. I mean, I can't comment. Mom was so so it was kind of nice that it was like in the daytime because, again, I was quite nervous about meeting a stranger. Again, this, this is a foreign concept. Yeah. Like a dating app. So I think it was like, mm, let's meet in the day and like kind of almost like see how it goes. It was so exciting. And when I say, like, I saw him and 
pants of him, like so good looking. And instantly it was just, we had a really good spark. And it was exciting. I just remember thinking, this is so exciting. Like we just, it was just like catching up with someone I'd known for a very long time. Like we went for a coffee and then we ended up just walking around Covent Garden. We got like um, a macaron, some macarons, macaroon, babe. Macarons. I can't say things for a I swear they got macarons. The little French thing. That's not fridge. That's right, your fridge mouth. No, it does. Macaroon. Okay, potato potato. Well, that's it, no time. But anyway, we were like walking around. But everyone's going to be shouting at their phone right now. It's macaroon. Okay, one thing you need to know about me and my family is we have Carlyisms and they're words that I just don't know how to say properly. And that's just that. Just accept it and move on. Accept it. Anyway, we went for dinner. We went to the Ivy in Covent Garden. Nice. And it had been raining, We but we were on an outside bit and it was all under like the alcove bit. And we had a really, really nice meal. And then, weirdly, like, everyone disappeared and it was just outside. And it was, like, the most romantic date I've ever been on. Like, I don't, my first, I've, I've been on a few first dates in my time, nothing spectacular. But it really stood out for me. And I thought, what? I just remember kind of away from it, that. thinking, what a lovely first date and experience to have. Like, we didn't stop talking. We didn't stop laughing. I felt like we were both very drawn to each other like it was really exciting to have that spark and attraction with someone because again like when you go through a big breakup or you're left feeling like your self-esteem's crap you you start to believe like you're never gonna have that with anyone or you almost feel like no one will ever see you as anything more than what someone else had I don't know I can't explain it but I had a really 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 good experience of of dating was so nice so yeah and again like one thing i will say is i don't think you ever hit a point where you're like i'm ready to date because i did not think i was ready to go on a first date and again it comes down to the person who it is like i wouldn't have i wouldn't have agreed to go on a date probably with someone who didn't have those things in common with me because my initial like justifying for going on the date was worse that comes worst friend who gets it Mm -hmm. so it was really it surprised me um there's something that i want to point out like i feel like sometimes it can be disheartening when you go on a date that isn't great and the one that i went on that wasn't like it wasn't bad it just there was no spark and there wasn't anything there but then three days later i went on another date which was just like a completely different experience and it was so nice and we didn't do dinner we actually went we did crazy golf, which, which was so nice because I feel like it's a lot more relaxed. And I feel like, I don't know, I feel like it takes the pressure off slightly. When you're not sitting, doing that activity. Yeah, when you're yeah. sitting across the table from someone. And this person that I matched with, like, yeah, I matched with the boring guy at the same time as the crazy golf day. And... I could see straight away the different connections mm. I had. But because I hadn't really been on many dates, I almost felt not obliged because I'd never just like he he looked good on paper so I thought let's give that a go and we'll give this one a go and just see how it goes and the, yeah the second date was just so nice like when, when you just click with someone and that's it it's all about the person isn't yeah. it yeah 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 um and it's funny because 
the guy that was boring, had the kid, been through the divorce, and then the guy who I went out with where we just clicked, never been married, doesn't have kids. And I think that's where it kind of opened my eyes a bit more to like, as you said, it is the person, it is. connection. It's has. about that. It's I've never really believed in, that. I've never believed, I guess I've never really experienced that like chemistry and I don't know. Neither had I. Yeah. And when you suddenly get it, it's like, oh my God, this is what it's meant to be. This is what it's meant to be like and how nice is it? Yeah. And I don't know, like for me as well, I just feel like it's thawed my ice heart. But I've no, I feel like it's opened my eyes a bit to being like, not, nope, like close yourself off. You're still in early territory. Like you have to be at least this amount of months or this many years into it before you start dating. I was very, I was very much narrow-minded and like that in my head, I was like, I will not try and meet anyone for at least a year. It's like, why have I put that time figure on it? Actually, I think I was a lot more ready to go on date or to to be open to dates than I realised. And again, I think a lot of that was to do with what my relationship was like before it actually ended Mm -hmm. and so for a lot of people and I think this also was a big part of my fear about dating is what's everyone going to think if I go on dates a few months after my marriage is separated they're going to be like wow she moves on fast but again no one knows what your marriage is like Mm -hmm. Uh, this is something I wrote in my notes was like I was very much in a relationship that I wasn't happy in but I never told a single soul so even though I don't think I realized the extent of it even things that I probably should and would have liked to have told people I didn't out of fear of my relationship and my marriage being judged Mm -hmm. so I felt very isolated in how I felt really now I wish I'd been more open because I feel like a lot of people are like really shocked by, I don't know, like how how unhappy or things that have come out about like, I don't know, like just how I was feeling in my relationship for, for a fairly long period of time. And, and I do genuinely believe that is why I am where I am now. It's not because, wow, like my marriage ended this many months ago. Wow, she moves on fast. Like she's just, that it's not like that at all. Yeah. And, and do you know what? It's the, it could be the opposite. It might be that your marriage ended a year ago. And you know what? You might not be completely ready to. But that's the thing. I think the key thing is not to judge anyone on what they, if someone wants to date someone, let them do it. If it's making them happy or if, I don't know, if, they're going out and dating loads of people for experience. Let them do it. Every single person is different. I also think like you as a person get to go out and do what you want. So let like I don't know if you've got someone. No, I I agree. I have had a few comments saying like oh like looks like you've like I think that's what I've even shared that I've been on dates is fear of judgment. But again, no one knows what was going on in yeah, marriage. Like I do get that, and I feel like. Even I, like you said, even I thought in my head, like, oh, God, maybe this is a bit too soon. Like, I'd work out and I'd be like, shit, it's only been five months or four months. Like, is that too soon? I almost made myself feel like I needed yeah. to set yank because I, I would almost judging yourself. Myself. And then I thought, oh, do you know but what? Is I, spent, I spent over, probably over a year and a half in my marriage 
not connected to someone. So like, what? Like, and why then not? If you've got a connection with someone. Why would you push that away? But this is it in my head. I think sometimes you can try and self sabotage in situations like that, and like overthink it too much, and like. Like and I'm really bad at that in my head. Like thinking it needs to be X amount of time. But like, what is time? Yeah. What is time? Why? Why does it make a difference if you wait five months like, or two months? If, and again, I ready. do genuinely believe it would come down to being the right person. Like if, again, like I am a very fragile person at the moment, and I'm not saying I'm completely healed. I'm in a much better headspace. But of course, like I'm got a year ahead of me of dealing with divorce and other things. That person needs to be able to be tolerant and, you know, understanding and empathetic. And I just think it all comes down to timing, not like physical time, but the timing of when you meet someone. Mm -hmm. And I just don't... If they're the right person. And just don't overthink it. I think that's a big thing. I think... I'm a massive overthinker. I'm a massive overthinker. I'm my own worst bloody enemy. I could talk myself out of anything. Yeah, literally. But I just think we just need to stop worrying about what other people think. Yeah. Like, and, and that's it. When you go through like a breakup and like your whole world turns upside down, I just think you need to put in perspective, like we get one life. You don't know how long it is. Are you going to spend the rest of your life doing what other people think you should be doing? Or are you going to... But you know what I think I've also learned is you're always, even if you do what you think other people want you to do. There's still always going to be someone that doesn't agree with it. Yeah. So you so do what do it. On. Do what you do it. It's funny, I want to quickly revert back to, I know we've like gone all deep, but I want to go back to like talking about maybe looking at dating profiles and what like stood out as like a no. Or, oh my God, I've yeah. so many red flags when it comes to these things. So one thing I hate, I really hate it, is when someone stood in the mirror with the camera doing a selfie. Like, bear enough you're doing a selfie like that. Sometimes it's the only way to get pictures. Because when I like this in the mirror. But do you know what? I don't mind that so much because in my head, I think, is it more cringe for a boy to put his photo, like his camera on me, like, yeah. Like, the thought. Very, it's very girly. Like, boys don't take as many photos. No, it's fat. So I feel like in order for them to maybe, like, I wouldn't be surprised if a boy's like, I want to go on a dating app, but I don't, I don't have enough photos, so I'm going to need to take some. So the only way to do it is yeah. kind of I suppose do it. Do yeah. you know what I mean? No, my thing was when it was all groups. It's all group photos. They're all the same boys. And you don't know who it is. Are you talking to the really fit one on the left? Or are you talking to the ugly one on the right? Ah, so it's a bit like, ugh. Yeah. So for me, I sort of avoided that. Yeah. If you do not have a photo on your own... Don't oh, I, yeah, I yeah. don't match. I also really hate topless, like posed topless. Yeah, that's icky. whether your body is good or not. I feel like I prefer love. I prefer to learn up. about yeah. what's under the clothes. I feel like again, like you obviously think that much of yourself. Oh my god, actually, I have a funny one to tell you. So I matched with someone, and again, I don't know why I matched him because one of his pictures was definitely topless. So you obviously liked it. I don't even know. It's very early on. Anyway, he was. <laughs> there was one picture with him, and he had like a horse with him, right? A real one, yeah, real horse. And then he it's said tough. something. I think he was on a beach, and there was like a horse on him. And he said something like, "Oh, you're a PT, and." Um, I'd love to know what you think of my body or something like that. What? Yeah. <laughs> or I said, um, yeah, you obviously matched with me because you thought my body looked good or something like that. 
And I said, oh, sorry, I thought it was matching with the horse. <laughs> Do you know what the worst is? When you eventually match, things are, the, the conversation is flowing. You exchange numbers and then the minute you're on WhatsApp, they just send you a dick pic. I've never had Oh my God, I, have I to, don't think I've got a dick pic from you. Oh my God. But do you know I've got a dick pic on my DMs? No. Yeah. Like, how is that? I, I, oh, do you know what? Thank you for sending me a photo of your penis. I'd love to marry you. Like, I, seriously? I kept getting these messages from this guy asking me to sell him pictures of my feet. Should have done it. Should have done it. No, but like, if there's any guys listening, like, dick pics aren't cool. It's not a turn on. It's really fucking rank. It's disrespectful. It is. I've done it. Can you imagine if I just started sending him a photo of my tits everywhere? I think I'd love <laughs> it's the difference between men and women. It's just like, well, you don't get your tits. So I just feel like in this day and age, like, what what is wrong with these men? Like, this is grown men. Like, yeah, like, show me your vagina. Show me your vagina. I'll show you my penis. The thing is, you, I know you said, oh, sometimes conversation was like, I'm not going to lie. I've had minimal conversations on apps just because I found them so dry mm. but yeah dating apps have been a whole one more story that i'm going to tell you which like th this is why i feel like with dating apps if you click with someone i would personally move over to whatsapp fairly quickly because i did get catfished which yeah which is i feel like just a bit of a horrible experience but it was with a guy that I was sort of dating and he kept we weren't exclusive like we weren't solely see, just we weren't not seeing other people and he just had this constant like I feel like you're speaking to other people I feel like you're speaking to other people I genuinely wasn't so I was like I'm not he created a fake account oh my god why are there so many mental I matched with him because he was really fierce and I'm talking to him at the same time as talking to him. Oh, no. And it was him. And it was him. And then when I found out that he had catfished me, I think he felt proud of himself that he proved to himself right. And then he thought that we'd just carry on as normal. And I was like, you a psycho. So there's just some weird people out there. I think like, that's one thing I've learned is there are, like, there are some weird people <laughs> Be careful out there. So yeah, definitely. And that's it. And I also think like the FaceTime in before a date is FaceTime is before a date. So like if it is new to you, few pieces of advice. Don't worry about what anyone else thinks. Yeah. Firstly. Secondly, I don't think you always have to be a hundred percent sure you're ready, but do make sure you feel comfortable. Also, one thing I will say is when you go on your first date, pin drop all your girls. Yeah. Or be safe. Yeah, just be smart. I do think you need to be smart. It's, it's a sad thing to say in this day and age, but here I am saying that I met the guy at his house and got in his car. But he don't listen to Tash, basically. <laughs> he seemed nice. Be aware, stranger day. Seemed nice. He was real. <laughs> Should we read some of the stuff that we got? Yeah. You to, to send us some stories and some of the About your funny dates. Okay. Not my first date, but a guy that I was seeing for a month his ex-girlfriend popped up out of nowhere pregnant with his child. Can you imagine being with someone for a month? Not good. Went on a day, had an average time. He then asked if I wanted to be his submissive for money. 
Oh my God. See, people just say they're all weird out here. That's what I mean. Oh, here's a funny one. <laughs> Met at a restaurant and saw him getting dropped off by his mom. Sorry. <laughs> right. That would be, oh, that is like a massive ick, isn't it? Yeah, no. Sorry. sorry. And, like, imagine they're like giving him a little kiss and cheek. Ah! I'd be like, who the fuck is that? My mommy. No. Nah. Yeah, call you later. No, that is a no from me. Split the bill. My wine was more expensive, so he made me pay one pound more and thought he and I thought he was rude. Uh, I mean, uh, I power. Firstly, I'm. I don't believe he's fitting the bill on the first day. I genuinely believe him. They should be pay. So do I. He made her pay then one pound more. That is that's that is the biggest turn off. Yeah, isn't it? That makes ever sick. I would. I I think I'd actually turn around and be like. Are you joking? I'm not paying anything. I'm leaving. Bye. That's disgusting. Yeah. Um, spat my chewing gum out and kicked it. Fuck knows why. Shoe flew off into a moving car. What? <laughs> into a moving car? I love that she doesn't know why she kicked her gum. Can you imagine? <laughs> what did she do? <laughs> it does make me laugh. Um, Lol. My friend dated a guy for two years, slept over at his flat the lot. Turns out he was married. Oof. Okay, here we go. Went to the cinema and during the film, he took my shoe off and smelt it. Oh, that. What? It was a fetish, surely. It might as well someone sitting in the cinema and going, <laughs> I feel ill. Yeah, I would absolutely die at that. Absolutely. But I wouldn't even let him get that far. I'd be like, why the fuck are you touching my foot? <laughs> I intent- unintentionally made him cry on the first day. I needed to make an exit runaway. I would love to know what you said. Yeah, would I really want to know. Cry. That's hilarious. I unintentionally made him cry. <laughs> first day, he had a panic attack and was worried I had an STI. <laughs> he had health anxiety. P.S. I can confirm I did not have an STI nor sleep with him for him to find out or saw so, him again. <laughs> I actually know the person who sent that as well. Do you? Yeah. Oh my God. That's so funny. Dated a guy who obviously watched too much porn and treated his girlfriend like they are in one. I mean, I'm I'm not a big fan of like porn lovers, if I'm being honest. <laughs> who is? <laughs> Put that in your profile, guys. Must be a porn lover. He would obviously watch too much porn. I just feel like porn's so unrealistic. It is. Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like it's got really... Right. <laughs> ah, hold on a minute. Brought his baby along. To a date. To a date. Brought his baby along. Oh my god! Yeah, you'd have to. You'd have to run. That's not a first date, is it? That's why they've just put, brought his baby along. That must be a first. That is terrible. Usual scenario. Look nothing like his pictures. Yeah, that makes me feel. That's like my biggest fear. And yeah. again, that is why get on Facetime, girls. Yeah, hundred percent. The most interesting he had to say about himself was how he shared a path with his neighbour to put the bins out. Feel <laughs> like my dad from sleeper. <laughs> Yeah, I can't even imagine being on a date and being like, me and my neighbour said, so <laughs> can you imagine? Oh, it's just so weird. I think, I. do you know what? This all just makes me think, like, 
when you find someone who is relatively normal and nice, you just got to roll with them. Yeah, 100%. There are some weirdos. Yeah, I don't feel like I've got any like other than like the catfish story. I, I sadly don't. Oh, sadly. I don't have any. My big one was MMF. Yeah, that's just, that's weird. Fetish, isn't it? Yeah, I feel like we definitely need to at some point discuss like weird fetishes because I want to hear people's fetishes. Yeah, we can they, do question box. They amaze me. Yeah, it just makes you remember we live amongst weirdos. <laughs> and I'm actually quite normal. Normal, yeah. Um, but no, I had fun. That was a fun episode. I feel like there's definitely going to be more episodes we're going to talk about dating. And obviously, if you guys want to actually email in experiences or questions about what to do on a first day or like also i guess it would be good to kind of discuss like what to wear on a first day where to go what to do i did not know what to wear yeah no neither it's like do you wear boots do you wear not because obviously i was in it was winter so it's like do you wear a hill do you wear a trainer and what do you do if it's like a day date into an evening date that was my dilemma did you wear trainers i would i did i will dunk with jeans yeah and when I, I, think I, start, I think i do trainers and mix it up yeah, yeah, yeah but no there's so much more that we're definitely going to talk about about dating it's exciting and that's it like do you know what like once you've moved past the trauma and like you've understood like one chapter closes another one open yeah and just generally dating in your 30s i think there's a lot to talk about it's very different to very much more aware of Things. what you want what you want and what you don't want so yeah no it was a good one so i hope you guys enjoyed it and um, i hope you listen next week yeah make sure you give a follow um we will share share us guys that's how we reach more people yeah um and it helps us grow so yeah thank you for your support thanks for listening Bye. Bye.